Welcome everybody, it's your boy, the Versace Stoner, with another episode of VSW. These sons will beat you. That's right, folks. Big news flash. Oh my god! One of the greatest in this game, and one of my favorite all-time people in this game. The Versace Stunner! It's a place like this. I started in a mill. I'm here still in a mill. I consider myself a mill wrestler. Haven't figured out yet? That's okay. She is Kill City's queen. That's right! Queen! Yeah! We'll be coming here on the VSW podcast today to talk Kill City Cup and more. We got some questions. We had some fans, you know, write to us saying, you know, what they wanted, what they didn't want, you know, what they wanted to know. Um, and you know, we're very excited for that, and I have a few questions of my own for the Queen. And like I said, this very exciting time right now. If you haven't watched Kill City Cup, by the way, um, you're like, what's this guy even babbling about? Um, check it out. I'm going to put it in the link to this. Um, it's a free wrestling slash horror slash combat movie it's one of a kind um you can check out my review of it there's a lot of other places that have done reviews even bigger channels than me um a lot of you know notable people in it and you know it's picking up a lot of steam so i definitely suggest checking out it is on youtube it is free so um you know i am gonna put like i said the link to that video though it's whole cup in its entirety. It is the whole cup, um, right in you know the description of this um interview with Queen Gia, and that's why you know you can check that out. Like I said, if you don't know who, who I'm talking, you know, I want to talk about or anything else that's going on. And she should be on shortly, hopefully, um, and, you know, just arriving in, probably laying out the red carpet now, getting in from Kill City. You know, sometimes getting these, you know, people in and out, very hard to do, um, especially, you know, with all the regulations in Kill City. I'm also going to be on, you know, later, not today, but um, later on in the week and, you know, in the coming weeks, we're going to have some more on Kill City Cup interviews coming on, too. We have on April Hunter, and we are also bringing Mason X back, Um, and this will be more of a, um, this will be a video, obviously, but we're going to really, really dig deep into that story of, you know, why he was in that cup. And here we go right now.
There we go. And here we are. Thank you for coming. Thank you, Johannes. Let me make sure I can hear you. I am not hearing you there. I think I should be able to hear you now. How are we doing? Perfect. Great. Thank I'm you. Finally getting the end of the Zooms. <laughs> Thank you, Your Highness, you know, for coming on the show. I know it's hard getting away from Kill City for a little bit. A lot of work to be done as a queen. Um, we really, really thank you for that. It's your honor to have me. So um, quickly, we'll do it real quick. Um, first off, we'll just go briefly. What got you into um, the wrestling world? What, what, is, you know, what brought you into wanting to even be part of such a thing? We'll go into, you know, what got you into Kill City after. I got a list of questions. It's been fan, but I, I kind of like to know a little bit about the wrestling background. What um, got you into that growing up? Well, actually, we're gonna we're gonna get a little, uh, you know x-rated for this question because i got into wrestling from fetish work so working as a fetish model so making fetish content i was hired to do fetish wrestling scenes a few matches and then i was told about a website called session girls and then i was wrestling people for money and i like doing it i was having fun doing it i was the fans could see that I was really enjoying myself and it was something that I took to to the point where I wanted to do more. Like I could see this being something that I could have always wanted to do. But when I originally wanted to do something, it was to be a ballerina and that was not in the cards for me. My feet are too small and or didn't get into it young enough. So this is kind of like on stage, performative, movement, training. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it makes sense why I've gotten so much into this. It's it really a lot of it, you know, with the choreography and everything. It can be it's an art form. It's another way to, you know, um put yourself out there, you know, and, and just be yourself, you know, whether it is through, you know, music, fighting, whatever it is, you know, it's a great way just to do it. Um that's great, though. Um, and, you know, and I've seen some of those websites. I've seen them, like, you know, going through just, like, I watch a lot of wrestling. So I see a lot of promotions. And a lot of them will be like, you know, you can make your own matches. You can kind of, like, customize, you know, which, you know, fighters you want. And granted, it is a fetish site. But, I mean, it is also, I mean, there is pro wrestling involved in it. And, and the match quality, I mean, whatever I saw. I mean, I'll be honest. I checked the, out. The like, difference the is, honestly, the audience that it's catered to because a wrestling match is a wrestling match until yeah. it's completely nude and then it's like oh okay now we're crossing borders yeah i mean the one that i watched wasn't completely nude it was um it was in just you know skimpy outfits but it was like kind of till and they showed like a demo and then like from that demo they were like you know you can customize your match you could say who wins you could get you know you could just basically run yeah, you know you're in the the front seat. Like, how, how would you tell how would it go like if you told the story yeah, and not like, and to be honest with you, I was just, you know, from a wrestling fan's point of view, I was about to just jump into it, but I was like, I don't know if they're going to be able to handle my storyline. I'm going to give them some kind of like 10 year down the line WWE plot. Oh, yeah. The, they're not really down for extensive lines. They're, 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 not, not, they're not looking like, for What's my, my demeanor and what are my, my points? Like, what am I supposed to say? But if you I'll give them like story for story dialogue, I don't know. 
But um, so you moved on to that and you got into the great world of wrestling. And it is a great world, I have to say that with all the negativity that you know that can be in it, it is a salvation to so many. Um, you know, it brings, you know, hope to others, it brings, you know, it, it breaks people out of their reality, you know, gets them into a better mindset, all different things. Uh so you got into that now, and then you know, you worked your way into well, I've seen you work your way into Kill City. Were you wrestling or fighting anywhere prior to that? I it, Luke actually had set me up with sort of a match at the uh, Van Dyke tribute uh, yep. show, and uh, like I didn't really wrestle. I got to the point where I like I showed up, I did my walk in, I did a lock up, and then I was out. Uh, there was another show that I did for him in Maine, and that one I did a bit more wrestling. I actually got him up on my shoulders, I tossed him, I gave him a pedigree, I slapped him. So that's probably the most wrestling I've done in the ring in front of a crowd in what? Nowhere, Clinton, Maine. So then from nowhere, Clinton, Maine, because you know, almost anywhere in Maine can be considered nowhere, unless you're from there. I mean, I'm from Mass, but I always go out to Maine just because it has great wrestling. I'm a big fan of Limitless. There's a lot. Of There's shows a lot. There. Uh, Larry Huntley puts on a lot of great shows as well. And then I also obviously go out there for the weed. The weed is so cheaper than Mass, and it's much more. I tell everyone it's better the best. Quality. Like better than Denver. I've been to Denver, been to Vegas, I've been to LA, and I tell everyone you gotta get it in Maine. Everyone's not telling you that the best shit is in Maine with the best prices. But we just and it's crazy. I go to like the I go to the I go to Lewiston, which is I guess considered like the dirtiest, dirtiest part of Maine. Like people shun me when I say I'm going to Lewiston, but I'll drive there just to go to the dispensaries. All like 20 of them that are on the same street just because they do have great deals and great products. I enjoy it. Um, but so now you were out in Maine and then all of a sudden, you know, how did you meet Mr. Kill? How did he get you to join his forces and, you know, join Kill City? Uh, I were talking Kill City lore and not actually how I know Brian. Um, to me to create the character i'm thinking like it, it seems kind of obvious that the queen character has some kind of sorcery some kind of magic maybe she's struck up some kind of deal with mr kill maybe she's waiting for the right moment to usurp him maybe she needs something out of this tournament um, I'm not writing her. So, I mean, if it were given to me, I could, I'm definitely open to putting in more input, but this is what I get from playing the character. And, these are the vibes that are just you coming know, to you. Watching Kill City Cup for like the 15th time as I introduce it to all my friends. Look, I'm famous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it, it's becoming that way. And it's great just to see it kind of get out there. You know, I, I kind of, you know, got onto it by seeing, you know, I started seeing like, little blips and blurps on social and I'm like it was at a time that I was on honestly at an all-time kind of low and I wasn't really like paying attention to the wrestling scene so I was just you know one day I was just like oh, what's this this is something different I started to watch it more I started to watch it more and then I started to see the plays and all and you know I, I kind of know Luke you know just from watching him 
wrestle. Um, and so I was like, hey, what's all this about? And he started showing me, showed me the links. And I was like, I fell in love with it. I mean, it is something so different that is, you know, something so different that's not right out there. It, it Yes, it's pro wrestling, but it's also much more than that. There is a lot of depth that can be brought into it. As you said, you know, as people are going to dive into it, like they're doing anything else, they're going to want all these backstories. They're going to want all this, you know, connected dots. Where did this one come in? How did this one make it to here? Who is that? Um, you know, there's so much diversity in it. There's so much just that can go anywhere. There's such just a great project to even, like, talk about. I, I talk to all my, you know, friends about it, wrestling fans, horror fans, movie fans. You know, it's, it's, it's on IMDb. It's so many genres, and I like to tell people about it, especially those that don't, pro, like, necessarily like pro wrestling or ever think that they could get into pro wrestling. I tell them, watch this, because it's not that it is pro wrestling. But it's also horror. It's also campy. It's also it, it it's is funny. Um, it's post-apocalyptic. It's fantastical. Like there's so many elements in play, and it's and it's not overwhelming. It seems to like dance with each other perfectly. It does, you know. And, and they put it in a perfect time frame. It's not too long. Where some movies, you know, or some wrestling shows can drag on. It's like really. It was just the perfect length. The matches were just all just went really boom, 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 boom. And everything was just kind of, you know, it, it just made sense. It, and it was just that, that perfect length that keeps your attention to watch the whole thing and be like, wow. Well, you know, some wrestling shows, you know, you'll watch it might be, you know, a couple hours long, which is great for whatever it is. They have to obviously tell longer stories. But, you know, in that time period, you might get up. You might go over there. You might change the channel. You might do something else. Within Till City Cup, you're sitting there kind of glued to it as you would, you know, a blockbuster film because it, you do get invested in these characters that come out. You do get invested kind of in this plot. Oh, is this one going to make it? Oh, wow, I really like this character. Um, You know, it has that kind of choose-your-fighter feel. It has that kind of Mortal Kombat feel to it, which is something that's really different out there. Um. You know, I'll be honest, you know, the pandemic was a terrible time. Obviously, wrestling stopped, um, at least up here. There was no wrestling. But what we did get out of it was, you know, that started to come out of it in 21 was tapings and a lot of cinematic tapings and a lot of different ideas were able to flourish from that. I saw one that was pretty cool that had like classical music and pro wrestling just blended. No commentary, no nothing, just wrestling and music. Um, so from that, I started to like see all these cool ideas. And this movie here kind of brought me back to that era of like, wow, just using what we got, just make it a creative, don't need no fans, but let's just make it a show. Mm -hmm. Um, I did get one couple questions here. Somebody asked, um, did you wish you um, fought in the tournament? I'm sorry, what was that? Um, did you wish you fought in the tournament? Um, I want to be more comfortable with my pro wrestling abilities before I start doing anything in the ring. Um, I, I have done a little bit in the ring, but not a whole lot. So I do, I want to, and I think that they want me to, they want to see me in the ring. Yeah. I think a lot of people do want to see you in the ring. Um, like slithering around like the Russian crush, like it's not going to happen. No, and you know, that's the thing, you know, we've seen a lot of like king characters, you know, throughout wrestling history, just, you know, you get Macho King, all these different kings, you don't see many just straight up queens come into the ring and step in and 
And especially you with such like it's like I said, it's a, it's a deep character because we it's very mysterious. We don't know too much about you. You sit on the throne, you're next to Mr. Kill. You know, people are asking me if you guys are lovers or like just you know, you're just sitting there waiting for him to die so you can take over Kill City. You know, it can go. And that's why I'm excited about what has been put out there because we can see what the fans are really reacting to and build some more story off of that. I think we set a good foundation to do a lot more. It did. It, it opened it up. Um, and I think it opened up also just a lot of people's creativity. Um, Cause there is so many directions this to go, you know, people, you got people, you got artists that just want to, you know, draw characters. You got people that have all these story backstory plots and ideas that are like, you know, just throwing ideas. I'm sure Luke's like emails are just like flooded with just <laughs> kill city cup right now, because you know, it is, catching steam you know it's getting bigger on youtube more people are seeing it a lot of people you know last friday we we kind of i think it was last friday we all tried to push as much as we can with the hashtag kill city cup and just get that word out there because there is people that don't get to see it and sometimes the algorithms on social media aren't the best people don't get to see every post you post so if a lot of people are doing it then well it's going to get out there and you know so a lot of you know a lot of people it is picking up steam and it's great to see that because you are getting all these creative ideas and you know, just like any other movie or any other thing, you get all these people kind of sidewinding and making, you know, fan fandom out of it. And it's becoming that. There's already a fandom for Kill City Cup, which is great because it's a short period of time. Perfect. <laughs> you know, um, let me ask you this, though. Um, how was it? Um, I know you know Luke, obviously, from the wrestling world and all. So how was it working for him as, like, him being the director? Uh, Luke and I were friends before we uh, before he approached me with the project. He, yeah, I think I think we met like in 2017, and then we shot it in 2020. So we were friends for a bit, and he would we would talk and uh, toss the idea around. He's like, I've been thinking about this for like 10 years, and I want to do it like this, and. I'm like, you know, that sounds cool. I love it. And more than anything, he loves the outfit. He's like, that outfit's cool. That really looks like a character that would be in Kill City Cup. Like, would you be into that? I'm like, well, yeah, I love performing. So put me in, coach. Yeah, I mean, it's a great opportunity. Because I said, like, and you kind of said, you know, for the people that, like, want to wrestle and kind of just, they want to wrestle, but, you know, either it's A, A, B, time restraints or other things, this is kind of like that kind of way you can play a role you can wrestle but you don't have to perform at a high impact level you, you know it, it is kind of cinematic it is being taped um there is more editing involved it's not in front of a live crowd there is kind of a less of you know let's say you know just that pressure of you know hundreds of 200 screaming fans going you know well you screwed that up well at least this way you know if something happens well, you can you know, honestly at the end of the day just hit cut edit there's buttons for that um but um, again, you know, like someone like me, you know, I, I wanted, you know, I was into pro wrestling all my life. When I grew up, you know, it was Hulk Hogan's era. He was running wild and he had all these larger than life characters. And um, when I graduated high school, you know, I wanted to get into it. I lived, you know, about maybe 40 minutes from Killer Kowalski school. And I walked in there and, you know, it, it was awesome in there. It looked great. And the guy looked at me and he was like, look, I'm sorry to tell you this, but it's just not going to work. You're too small. You're 5'8". It's not going to happen. 
um, I'm not going to take your money because you're not going to go anywhere at five. Eight. You know, this was back in like 2001, 2002. And at that time, you know, it was all about the big man. It was all about, you know, the bigger guy in wrestling. You know, fast forward now, you know, it really doesn't matter about the size. It matters more about, you know, that character, that that style. Can you impress? Can you get the crowd to, you know, want to see you? It's more about that. It's more, you know, more in depth than just, you it know, being more um, about the character and being able to, yeah. um, you've got the look, but then you're pigeonholing yourself to the look. And then when is the look very often combined with the talent as well? And, like, you know, you look at the talent, then you can sell anything. Exactly. And, you know, especially on the indie scene, like, you know, I'll see, you know, especially a lot of kids that are just starting or just students, you know, they might not have that look yet. Because they're still, you know, they're still working on their body. They're still trying to gain mass. They still don't know what, you know, you know, how big do they want to get? Yeah, they probably just lack the education and something that they could be picked up, you know. Yeah, they could work on performance, that aspect while they're training the body. Yeah, and their mic skill and in-ring skill is fantastic. So, so you know, I get hooked on because of that, not so much, you know, the looks. And that's just the difference, you know, I've seen so far on in pro wrestling at this point that you know it, it kind of is more for everybody there is a role kind of if you want to take it serious if you want to go to the school if you want to train you know you can get into it at almost you know almost any age you know now you're seeing guys wrestling in their 50s you know on the indie circuit yeah never mind professionally um so it's, yeah, you know, it's just great to see their 50s i know a guy that's blind that's wrestling right now that's amazing, you know. It's much more just for everybody, and it's great to see that. Um, you know, you know, today we can have you know dominant queens of wrestling. We can have that. We, you know, years in the eighties, it wasn't like that. You know, the females were there, but it, they really weren't. They weren't part of the show. They were just there to. I don't know what they brought them in for, to be honest. Some and some shows, and then you know we had the nineties flourish, you know, with women's wrestling, but it became all sexual, and then, you know that's kind of where the fetishism kind of you know kind of spouted from because you had you know. The teasers on, you know, Monday Night Raw, but you didn't get the full thing. Obviously, it's television, but some people wanted more than that, you know. And you had all. It was enough for them to want more. The implication was enough. (laughs) Well, yeah, they can wear anything as long as there's women there. They're gonna want to see more. Exactly, and um, you know, WWE pushed their limits in the late '90s as far as they possibly could. And so did in a lot of other promotions. You had, what, on XPW, they were just, you know, straight up running like porn. Um, and other places, you know, and, you know, and then wrestling kind of cleaned itself up a little bit. And, you know, it changed its image. But, you know, you still have that kind of underbelly there that, you know, like you said, there is still that demo, that, that market. But women's wrestling as a whole has gotten so much more better, so much more, not even just entertaining, just so much more prevalent it's much you know you got women's champions you get these superstar women they're just as big as the men they're just as important they have just as much um you know merch out there just as much figures just as much clout the kids are lined up just as much to see them now it's great to see it really is um and even in kill city cup i mean look at that out of all that you know it was a russian crush that won yeah, and Mr. Kill did not want that. No, but I mean, he got his, uh, self, uh, his uh, you know, his safeguards in place. 
I mean, let's talk about that for a second. I mean, obviously there was some, you know, backstabbing there, you know, Mr. Kill, you know, he had this, you know, said one thing, but, you know, you saw what he said to Leon, you know, and things kind of backfired from there. Was there a specific reason for this? Or did you, did you not get really notified of it? I guess, um, I'm thinking that Mr. Kill had a bunch of, you know, Play, things in place in case things didn't go and he was playing his hand and making things that he was going to do what he said he was going to do. He struck some deal with Russian crush and he just does, he doesn't want to give her what she wants. She wants peace and Mr. Kill doesn't want peace. He wants money and chaos. So there's yeah. no way that he's going to let Russian crush have what she wants. Well, I mean, everybody knows there's no money in peace. The money's in war. I mean, that's why the money's in war. war. There's a um, reason that Mr. Kills and on top of everything. Well, how long does that? Uh, it starts. He's got the world by the balls. Yeah. <laughs> well, he really does. Um, he really, really does. But it was just surprised to see her take out, you know, the beast. I was really surprised on that because you know the machine there. He was just you know built so well and just you know just on point just perfection you know you saw i mean mr kill said it best you know you're slicing through people like butter and that's what he was doing it, it yeah it, you know like he was just destroying <laughs> he, he he you know i have to say mr kill has some of the greatest one lines out there i've been kind of like putting out gifs of it um and just re-watching oh, it and just hell yeah thank bring you it by frame he just, I don't know how you stood and did it and just didn't laugh most of the time. Um, but yeah. I'm surprised that we all kept it together. I saw that and every time it comes up, I laugh. Especially when he says uh, that he hates he B-movies. He's like, I, I hate B-movies. And then he gets the nice face. close up in his face. I, and it's just I chuckle like, every time. <laughs> But um, but yeah, you know, and that is, you know, that is great though. It's just a great cast of characters that um, you know, do make this film. Oh, this is my son. He's here today too. Hello. Um, say hi to Queen Gia. Hi. <laughs> he's even watched Kill City Cup. He's a he's a pro wrestling fan now. Awesome. And, um, I want to show it to my niece and the nephew. Yes, you know, he just turned five, so I'm like, he can watch some wrestling now. Granted, Kill City Cup is is a little bit more hardcore than most, but I figure he plays. He's got a few swears and then a little bit of blood, but but he but he plays video games, so I mean it can't be. Any yeah, person. that's what that's the way I thought about it. I'm like I was playing Killer Instinct when I was seven, and that had lots of blood in it. It did, yeah. And I'm um, speaking of that. Um, somebody actually another fan hit me up and was like, "Who's your favorite fighting character if you had it like in a game?" Uh, I think to play probably Lily Rochefort from Tekken, like the Tekken 6 Dark Resurrection is and on. She's been in the games. Um, my personal favorite character would be Orchid or uh, the Orchid from Killer Instinct. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, me, I'm a big Mortal Kombat fan. I see that they're coming out with a new one. Also, I'm a Street Fighter fan, though, and they're coming out with a new one of those. Tekken was always for me, honestly, as a kid growing up, it always was just more technical for me, just the buttons. So I always yeah, I like how the top are the punches and the bottoms are the kicks. And I end up playing like this instead of like with my thumb and yeah, it was a cool I don't have to focus on these buttons up here. 
And I'm not and a big fan of those. So I didn't get to play it as much as I liked because I just had trouble grasping that all the other fighting games were just so much differently, um, you know, um, buttoned. But, you know, what I did play, the graphics of it was fun. And people just, you know, the ones that do play it, they loved it and they stuck with it, you know, all these even years later. So it, it is a great um, fighting game. And, you know, that's what, you know, this kind of, you know, Hotel City Cup does kind of remind me of, of a fighting game. Um, times like, I mean, I've heard now the, the um, game Twisted Metal being thrown out there, and it does have that kind of feel to it, too. Well, you know, you got one winner fighting for it all. Exactly. It definitely has motor combat feel to it. I like to say that it's more Killer Instinct, but people don't know Killer Instinct as much as they know motor combat. Yeah. I'm like, come on, Russian Crush is Riptor. She's the she's like the reptile that spits the venom. And then we have the Bones character, and there's literally a skeleton character in Killer Instinct. And then there's a pool gore character that's a cyborg, and that's Brian Cage. Like that's three characters right there. It is, and it really is, and um, you know, and everybody's character is just you know brought such you know brought to life in just such a you know a great way. Um, you know, I've had some of the fighters on. I've had you know the Alchemist on. He he was great. You know, he has this like doctor character, and I've had Mason X on. You know, the Madman, and he you know um, I worked with him in the mat in the show in Clinton, Maine. So he was one of my monsters. So when they like sufficiently beat up the other guys, then they let me go in and get like a few hits. Yeah, he's um he 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 has some really nice um like just the horror stuff and his creativity and just like I said, just really some nice masks. I was browsing his store the other day, looking at some of his custom pieces. It's just totally oh yeah, nice. really into the mask creating. Yeah, it's wonderful. And it's just great, like I said, to see kind of all these characters brought together because they all bring, you know, this creative quality to, you know, the Kill City Cup. They've all brought in this personality. They're all throwing ideas. You know, Luke's very open for working with a lot of, you know, the ideas. So that makes it easy, too. And, um, you know, you can kind of see everybody getting their kind of saying what how they want to see their character kind of proceed. And, they, you know, you know everybody's taking feedback. It's a very positive environment. I, I, I wasn't obviously in the locker room, but I could just imagine the locker room being very positive at the time and just everybody kind of just, you know, having a good time. It wasn't this, you know, kind of just, you know, people kind of just like, that, that was not the, like, it wasn't dread and, oh, can we be done with this? Like, you know, people were excited about the set, the way it looked, applying uh, prosthetics, you know, they were doing some stuff that they don't usually get to do. Yeah, you know, and um, and I and I think that's just cool. You know, that's just been like you know the consensus. Everybody just really enjoyed this project. They were just waiting and hoping for more. They, you know, I know Luke is cooking something up. We can we, we just all hope. I mean, I can just imagine why wouldn't you want to after something that's such as great? But it also it takes time for people to you know realize how great this one is and just let this grab its full you know kind of audience attention. Um, I don't think it's really gotten its potential. I think a lot more people need to see this video. I think. A lot more people need to see all the characters and get, you know, get to know everybody. And, you know, that's why I like doing these interviews. That's why I like bringing you on and bringing, you know, other things on and doing, you know, reviews of the show and letting my son even see the show. And, you know, I let my wife see the show. She's not a big fan of wrestling, um, but she's a fan of Brian Cage. And I lured her in by saying that Brian Cage was in it. And 
Well, she just loved it. And but he just destroyed it. Now she's watching like you 10 times. You want to see Brian Cage just go wild, just watch Kill City Cup. And, you know, he's such a nice guy. He really is. I've met him a few times, you know, at a few different shows, one in Jersey, um, and then we're with the XPW Rebirth show. And, you know, my wife's even, like, messaged him, and he's, like, responded to it. It's really kind of cool. He's really just a down-to-earth nice guy. Um, and, you know, he's kind of, you know, she follows him on Instagram. She's, you know, big into, like, the family life and all that. So she gets, you know, to read all the, like, behind-the-scenes stuff about him. Where I'm just like, you know, I see him on TV. I'm like, oh, the wrestle is cool. Um, I try not to, like, <laughs> I try not to let the, like, ruin the kayfabe for myself and, like, go into their personal lives. But, like, she's, like, all behind the scenes and stuff. And I'm just, okay. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, he was yeah, on the way with it. Like, you know, I've always just respected just because he is just generally a nice person. Um, but seeing him in that and, you know, having him in there and just other, you know, known names, great superstars all working together. It's just really, like I said, an impressive task for such a movie. Um. And like I said, it really can go anywhere now. It really did come together beautifully, just the amount of talent and how everyone contributed to put together such such a fun and unique project. And I can't wait to do more. I really, really um, can't wait either, just like I said. But I do realize, like I said, it takes time. It kind of takes a little bit of an... Um, you know, getting everybody, um, you know, kind of like I said, where the point is, you know, what you want to go. In. And I can see this, you know, you don't want to rush this. And it's not something you want to rush just because there is a lot of depth into it. And well, um, right now it's, a, it's just a huge marketing push, you know, yeah, getting on you know, shows like yours, spreading the word, letting people know that this exists and that it's really worth their time. This is something that no people haven't seen it's a combination of all kinds of genres and there's something in there that you'll enjoy all ages well that's great you know and we're here at the vsw we're gonna keep pushing this show we love it and we can't thank you enough for coming on again um we really appreciate it and i'm um, answering thank you all so these much questions for having me. thank you and um like i said if people haven't watched the show we are going to post the link to kill city cup so everybody can see its glory but thank you again queen we appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Welcome to the Kill City Cops. Fall!